0: All right. Um, Let's just get to it because a lot of stuff happened. Oh, you have it? You have it? Okay, but before we bring this guy on, because I'm very mad at him over this, just out of envy, uh, listen to this.
1: I also want to acknowledge two individuals in the audience who will play a very, very important role going forward. I'd like to recognize Brandon Judd, the president of the National Border Patrol Council, and Chris Crane, two friends of mine. President of National Ice Council, you guys are about to be very, very busy doing your job the way you want to do them. Where are they? Where are those guys? Thank you, fellas. Thank you.
0: Unbelievable. And then there's a tweet sent out January 27th at 5.55 in the morning by the Trumpster. Thank you to Brandon Judd of the National Border Patrol Council for a strong statement on Fox and Friends. We very very badly need the wall. Must end catch and release. Clean up legal and other procedures. Blah 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 blah. You're not as good looking as Garrett. Brandon Judd, head of the National Border Patrol Council, joins me now. Morning, Hotshot. How you doing?
1: I'm doing good. You you left out another tweet. He tweeted me twice. Again? Come on now. Come on. Jeez. No 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 no. He tweeted okay. me about two months ago and then and then that last tweet that you just read. Unbelievable. You're, you're, Come on, get my resume right.
0: <laughs> okay, congratulations, man. Again, I'm just 180% jealous, so whatever. Uh, what did you think of the speech last night?
1: I, I thought it was very strong. I, I mean, you look at you look at the, the way he laid out his accomplishments and what he's done. Tell me, did Obama accomplish that much in, in a year? That's a rhetorical question. <laughs> but, you know, his first year, he's accomplished so much, Uh but let me tell you what the, what the most disgusting thing was about being at the State of the Union last night is I'm, standing, I'm sitting right behind um, where the Democrats are, and to, to hear him outline his accomplishments, and especially the accomplishments for the minorities, and they're not even clapping. Nope. They weren't even clapping.
0: It's as if they didn't want black people to get more jobs and make you more money. What,
1: they're scared to death that he's going to succeed. They're scared to death, so they won't, they won't give him any credit whatsoever for anything that he does, because if they do, they know that they're sunk. So, good wow. time. Well, how, good how,
0: time. how about also, I don't know if you noticed, um, towards the end, right when President Trump gave a great uh, uh, statement about freedom and what America stands for, and then the members of Congress and everybody there broke out in a USA chant, amnesty-loving Congressman Luis Gutierrez got up and walked out. He was triggered by the USA chant.
1: You know, what's funny about Gutierrez is is I testified at a hearing before Congress and he spent, he, they've got five minutes and they're supposed to ask their questions within those five minutes that they're allotted. He spent his full five minutes just ripping me up, telling me how bad of a person I am because I'm, quote unquote, a union, but I support the Republicans. And he he spent his entire five minutes, did not ask one question. He spent his entire five minutes. Solely directed at me and telling me how bad of a person I was. I'll tell you what: when they broke out with that USA chant, that was so pr- I, that that was that was an ex- that was one of the proudest moments I've ever had in my life.
0: Yeah, it was really unbelievable. Brandon Judd is who you're listening to. He is the head of the National Border Patrol Council on KNST AM 790. Um, so you were the guy we had you on the show last week, and thank you for the time again. You were the guy that actually uh, broke the story because you saw it with your own eyes. Uh, that catch and release is still going on. Despite Trump not wanting it, and a judge said you had to do it, you explained the whole situation. Um, last night, Trump said we need to end catch and release. Uh, he said that we need to end we need to end chain migration, and he was literally booed. There were boos and groans from the Democrats about that. Were you looking around like, are they serious right now?
1: They, they are, and but that's that's how bad we've gotten in this country. Uh, the socialism and the far left that, that the Democrats are espousing today, it's, it's literally scary, especially when they're booing their own United States citizens, and they're not willing to stand up for those people that they were elected to represent, but they'd rather represent people from other countries. It's, it's, it's crazy, and, it, and it's scary, frankly, to me anyway.
0: Can I ask you, Brandon, what, what did it take? What did you have to do to get through security? uh to get into the state of the union did you have to show id like what did you have to do to get in there
1: yeah and that's you know when 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 senator flake says <laughs> says that they shouldn't have to show id everybody says that well they only broke one law they only crossed the border illegally that is not true everything that they do here in the united states from the time that they cross the border illegally if they go to school that's illegal if they if they obtain a government document that's illegal if they get a job that's illegal everything that they do from the point that they cross the border illegally everything else that they do is also a crime and to try to excuse it is ridiculous and that's why we have so many people that are breaking our laws, coming over here illegally, and, and any other laws that you think of, they know there's not going to be a consequence. What's the point of having laws if there's not going to be a, co- a consequence affixed
0: to it? Exactly, and that's what... You know, I, I I'm, I'm wanted to ask you about this, because I'm, I'm like, what did the illegal aliens show as ID to get in? I know some states give driver's licenses, uh, but what, you know, what could they possibly show to get through security to get into that chamber to watch the president?
1: Uh, again what they're doing is 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 are falsifying government docs and and it's and it's a crime and for for somebody like senator flake to excuse that is is beyond ridiculous but you know go start he got the he got the 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 last best word um you know it, flake's gone you he's ever wonder gone. he's not going to be around
0: you ever wonder why ice agents aren't there someone's not there to arrest them i mean i mean they literally bra- what other country Can you brag about bringing people in the country illegally to go see the head of the country? They brag about it as guests. Why shouldn't they be arrested?
1: Well, if you if you look at the tweet, so if you look at the tweet that Trump sent out, it was it was a fantastic tweet. um, When all these congressmen were saying that they were going to be bring Dreamers, and then and then President Trump tweets out, "Well, I'm going to have a bunch of ICE agents there." Mm -hmm. You know, and and you know that that's the rhetoric. But unfortunately. I don't know how many times we have to say this before it's going to happen. If you do not get rid of the Obama holdovers in these, in these agencies, we're going to still have problems. All they're trying to do is they're trying to wait him out. They know that he has less than three years now until his next election. And they're, they're banking and they're hoping that he's going to lose that election. And so they're continuing these policies. They're continuing um, making, if, if you will, America less great. Um, they're continuing these, these, these Obama-era these Obama policies, and it's hurting us. And until you drain the swamp, draining the swamp was not just from Congress. Draining, draining the swamp was from the agencies as well. And if we do not drain the swamp, the, the agency swamp, we're going to continue to have these managers that are going to stymie their law enforcement officers, and they're not going to let them do their jobs.
0: How do you drain the swamp? Because I, there was one of the, you know, one of the many times that Democrats did not stand up and applaud was when Trump yesterday said, we need to be able to get rid of bad government employees.
1: You, you, you have to be able to do that. And, and, and the thing is, is you have to do it from the top going down, not the bottom going up. That's, that's our problem. We always try to go from the bottom up. It's not the bottom people that are passing these policies. It's not the bottom people that are giving the orders um, to their subordinates. It's the managers. It's the top. It's the people at the top that are giving the orders. They're the ones who made their way to the top under the Obama administration, and you have to get rid of those individuals.
0: So, who, who fires them? I mean, is it Trump? Is it? I mean, like, you know, how do you fire these people that are doing doing this stuff?
1: So. The, head of all, the heads of all agencies are political appointees. So Trump gets to, President Trump gets to appoint the head of all these agencies. So you look at DHS. Um, his appointed secretary is Kirstjen Nielsen. Then you look at the CBP, and, and his, uh, right me. now his, his nominee is, oh. is Commissioner McAleen. Okay. It's those individuals that have got to fire them or have got to reassign them or remove them from their positions of power.
0: Well, since you're friends with Trump now, Brandon, and he tweets you twice, <laughs> mentions you, <laughs> yes. just give him a call, stop up in the White House, and be like, "Hey, Don, I think you should be aware that these people are frauds. They need to get fired. It's not that hard yeah, to do. On, Why don't you Just head on in there,
1: on speed, on speed dial. Yeah,
0: just go, just do that. Brandon Judge on KNST AM seven ninety. He's the head of the National Border Patrol Council. Um, you know, it was interesting. We had a uh, watching party last night, uh, and uh, it was packed. And it's it's so interesting because there are so many different points of view. I had one listener come to me and say, you know what? I don't know. I don't get some of these Republicans. They don't realize they should just take a deal when they get it. You know, I love Trump. And and if that deal that he offered, the amnesty, all this other stuff, if that can get the wall built and get more agents, everything else, just take it and go. And then another guy literally 10 seconds after that say he better not do that damn amnesty, blah, 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 blah. And the other guy said, you know what, why do they always call it amnesty? And I'm like, I, I, I'm just so confused by this. So what did you think? I mean, I thought the president really just didn't really mean it. Maybe he does. I, thought he, I think he realized that deal he offered was never going to be accepted because Democrats don't want to solve it because they want to just use that as a talking point to get elected. Um, but what, you know, if the president is serious about it, what do you think about that deal that he offered?
1: You have to look at what you're hoping to accomplish. My biggest fear is if you look at these special elections uh, that was held around the United States um, in in very conservative districts, we had very low turnout. Uh, we still won the the elections, but we weren't winning by the twenty one percent, the thirty percent. We were winning by five percent, four percent instead of the the high numbers, and, and we didn't have the turnout. And what my biggest fear is even though you secure the border and you guarantee that we're not going to be in this perpetual amnesty cycle every five years, if you don't energize your base, you don't get the voter turnout, and you potentially lose the election, and that's the fear that I have when you talk about amnesty. But if you look at would I trade um, legal legalizing, I'm not talking about a pathway to citizenship, but would I trade legalizing... 2 million DREAMers um, for border security to where uh, we're not adding 450,000 illegal aliens to our population every single year, I would trade that. If if it's going to be guaranteed that we're going to be able to secure the border. Now, the measures that he's, that he's asking for will allow us to secure the border, but if you go back and you look at um, the Immigration Reform and Control Act of 1986, which was, uh, by the way, under Ronald Reagan – um he got a bunch of border security measures the problem was he legalized the people first and then when it came time to give him the border security measures they didn't and so we can't fall into that same trap again so you you have to look at on you have to look at it on both both ways he has to continue to energize his base, and if he legalizes um, when he promised that he wasn't going to legalize these individuals, you have the potential of losing your base, and and you have the potential of not having the voter turnout that you need in 2020, and that's a big problem. And so he's going to have to he's going to have to figure out the message. the The problem is is yes, I do believe that he's calling the Democrats bluff. I, I, I believe that's what he's doing. But what if the Democrats turn around and call his bluff? And they say, "Okay, we accept it." You know mm-hmm. what position does that put him in? And so, you know, you're you're playing Russian roulette with that. Um, the art of the deal. So, what's that? It's the art of the deal. Exactly, exactly. So we got to see what happens. Um, look, we're a long way from that happening. Anybody that thinks that that's going to happen within the next two weeks uh yeah it's not going to yeah, Good luck. um good luck it, it, it's, it's going to be down the road so
0: re- real quick i don't know did you happen to see any part of uh, and i didn't watch it i only saw clips of it this morning because i didn't care uh joe kennedy all we need is another kennedy his response oh, yeah. <laughs> did you happen to see yeah <laughs> the drooling guy did you happen to see the response at all or no
1: was was he did he not come off uh, as an angry little man? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes,
0: very angry, very nervous, sweating profusely. Made Marco Rubio look like a non-sweater. So, uh, and he was sweating when he did it a few years ago. Did you hear when he spoke? Wait, what? So Trump talked about America first. My job is to protect Americans. Americans have dream. Americans are dreamers too, which I thought was a, a, one of the best lines of the entire speech. Ryan, throw me up over there real quick. I want you to hear uh, Joe Kennedy. This is so the Republicans. Trump. America first. Here are the Democrats. This is why I don't think they're going to win in November. Listen to this. this is- With every weary soul, we welcome to our shores. And to all the dreamers out there watching tonight, let me be absolutely clear. Ustedes son parte de nuestra historia. Vamos a luchar. Vamos a luchar ustedes. Y no, nos vamos a alejar. You are part of our story. We will fight for
1: you, and we will not walk away.
0: Even though they walked away by not shutting the government down and opening it back up, but
1: yep, we're going to fight for lawbreakers. Yeah. That's a good message to send. That's the great. Uh, that's what a great message. But come on, that guy can't even deliver a speech. That was horrible. <laughs> His timing's bad. His timing's bad. His pos- I, dude. It was just. It was horrible. Speaking
0: of that last one, since you were there, um, did you happen to see Nancy Pelosi's face? I did. <laughs> Was that? I mean, I never thought anybody would have a worse face than Mika on MSNBC. And then you see Nancy's face; it's like it's like somebody drowned her puppies or something like that the entire time.
1: You know, I was on Fox Business um, on 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 the Barney show, and uh, and she was praising uh, the parents of these dreamers as being great heroes for for bringing these these people across the border illegally, and and my comment was, you know. You can't, fall off. you can't fall off when you're a regular, regular ticketed passenger of the crazy train. And that's just the truth. On this issue, she is lost. Yes. She. she she's not even a ticketed passenger. She's the conductor <laughs> of the crazy train.
0: <laughs> well, her partner in crime, Maxine Waters, is going to deliver a rebuttal a day late on BET tonight. So <laughs> yeah, that should be fun to watch. Be, Let, that's going to be comical. Oh, yeah. Listen, dude, uh, when you talk to Don later, tell him, uh, you know, I like what he's doing. <laughs> And I have a picture I want to get to him. My wife thought it was funny. Um, for my, for, uh, I think it was for Hanukkah. I got my dad, or it was his birthday, it was his birthday. I got him a yarmulke, because I'm Jewish, we're Jewish, uh, a Make America Great Again yarmulke. So it totally offends like half the people in his congregation. But anyway, we, when our son was born, uh, we took baby pictures, professionally done, and it, you could use props, and I had my, my baby butt naked in nothing but a Make America Great Again yarmulke. And my wife is busting my chops to get that somehow to Trump. So next time you talk to him, find out how I can do that if you don't mind.
1: <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll I'll be all over it. I'll text. All over it I'll today. text.
0: I'll text you the picture. I'll text you the picture. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Brandon Judd, head of the National Border Patrol Council, dude. Thank you for the time and, and everything you do, man. And we'll talk to you soon.
1: Thanks for having me on. You we'll got. Talk it. You later.
0: Take care. Uh, as Brandon Judd, uh, we'll have more reaction coming up to uh, the Trump State of the Union and and everything else. True story, by the way, about the the, the Amica picture. It's I'm so. Listen, my wife doesn't want me to put any pictures of our family on social media, and I get it. But then she's like, you got to send that picture of our naked son to Trump. And I'm like, you do realize if that happens, it's going to be everywhere. That's okay. And I'm like, really? Really? So I have that going for me. Anyway, uh, you can react. We have so much more to get to, including the media breaking down, losing their mind over this. And, you know, I'll tell you really quick again. I'll read the exact part from the L.A. Times about why Martha McSally cannot be trusted. Cannot be trusted. She still hates Trump secretly. I I, I have proof. I have proof. We'll have Kelly Ward to talk about all this as well at 810 this morning right here on KNST.